Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And welcome to another show of Doug and Renee. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. Married Life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just his wife. (laughs) Because we are Married Life. That's what we are. Yeah. That's what we do. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. We are grateful. Grateful. And thankful. Thankful. And we appreciate you tuning in to... Doug and Renee. Renee. Oh, I was I wasn't yeah. supposed to say that. Okay, I'm sorry. So anyway, moving right along. Moving right along. So we are on the topic of attitude of gratitude. And if you tuned in last week, you know we kind of talked about how important it is for you to appreciate your spouse mm-hmm. appreciate who they are, the qualities and the attributes that they bring to the table. Yes. And their um, character traits and all of that stuff. We talked about making a list. Checking uh, it twice. And checking it twice and putting down all the nice stuff, not the naughty stuff, just no. the nice stuff. <laughs> um, it's just one thing. Just, just one. We said if, yeah. if you can only come up with one thing mm-hmm. or start with one thing. And so we hope that you took the time to do that. Um, it's just an exercise to really help you to start thinking more with an attitude of gratitude. Because a lot of times, many of us focus more on what's not good, what's not going great. Well, what we don't have. And what we don't have, exactly. And then it puts us in a negative space. So the significance of writing that list was to shift your thinking from negative to more positive, mm-hmm. to shift your thinking um, to having gratitude and being grateful, first and foremost to God. Mm-hmm. Because most people, when they first got married, what did they say? They said... I know this is the person for me. God showed me this person. This is, this is, I, I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with them. Oh, yeah. And then you got married. And then some of that gratefulness and that gratitude kind of slipped away. So slipped we want away. to, we want it to slip it back in. Slip it back in. <laughs> we want to shift your thinking to having an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. And as we talked about, it's an outward expression. Outward expression. Yes. You was getting ready to say something. No, I didn't want to cut you off. No, so you, 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 you good. You good. I was, I was just rolling with what the thoughts that the Lord was dropping in my head. Well, I was going to roll with you. Roll with me, baby. Well, I'm going to roll right into a scripture, if that's okay with you. I, I'm not going to tell you not to roll into a scripture. Okay. I just don't want to cut you off and... You know, you flowing. Babe, roll with the scripture, okay, dear. All right, all right. So, in talking about attitude of gratitude, one of the, one of the uh, stories that came to my mind, or the Lord gave to me, in in prayer, was, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, 
I drank a lot of water today, too. I don't know what's up with that. It was David and Bathsheba. David, and if you're not familiar with the story, it's in 2 Samuel 11. Uh, David was, um, he was a king at the time. And he was, you know, at that time, according to the Bible, they say when normally when the, the season of kings go to war, David didn't go to war um, during that particular season. And he saw Bathsheba bathing and then he went and he um, basically, him and Bathsheba had an affair, for lack of a better phrase. They had an affair. She was married. Everybody knew. Well, she knew she was married. He, King David knew she was married. And uh, the reason I believe the Lord gave this to me, and I didn't even get to the actual scripture yet, is that David pretty much had everything he could possibly want. But he, I don't think he had that attitude of gratitude. He wasn't necessarily grateful for what he had. Because he wanted more. And I'm trying to think, what's, what's when you want more and you just want more and more? What's that word? You just want more. Um, oh, I can't think of it. It's not coming to me. Uh, but sometimes you can just let your, your wants get the best of you. Was it gluttony? Or? Gluttony. Mm-hmm. Gluttony. Yes. Thank you, wife. Okay. So... You can just be gluttonous because you, he had the whole kingdom at his disposal. And so he could have had pretty much any single woman that he wanted. But yet, because he wasn't grateful for what he had or what he had access to, he decided, I'm going to take the wife of Uriah, who who was in his army. And so I just think it's important important that for those of us who who have access to things whether you have access to resources access to money access to people that you don't become gluttonous and start taking things or using people in a way that you should not be used one of the strongest things i i think as a as a person one of the strongest ways you can, um, what's the word I'm looking for? How you are in a leadership position says a lot about your character. Uh, how, how you are in a position of authority says a lot about your character. If you have access to things, if you have access to people, if you have access to different resources, but if you're not grateful for what you have, you will abuse the privilege and the authority you do have. And so in this instance, I don't think David was grateful because he abused his authority. Mm-hmm. And then the actual, the, the prophet came down and told him what he did was wrong. So God checked him on it. But I think you just have to be grateful even though you have a lot. And sometimes we look at it, and I think last week we looked at it from the perspective of those that maybe don't have or, you know, being grateful for your wife or your spouse, just one thing. But in this particular paragraph, it was 2 Samuel 11 um, and 6, and then I'll get to 8 through 11 in the Message Bible. But he talks about how um, David, he tried to cover up his tracks. 
Right. Because he realized what he did was wrong. And he actually tried to um, get Uriah, Uriah to sleep with his wife. He brought him home. And again, you can read, you can read the story. It, it's a very, uh, I don't want to say familiar passage of scripture, but <laughs> <laughs> I just did. But you have to, I just, just, and I can't, I don't know if I'm articulating it well, but for somebody who needs to hear this, um, I pray you you hear what I'm saying, you hear my heart, is that because you have access to things, be grateful for what you do have and don't abuse your privilege, don't abuse your right, don't abuse the authority because then you're, not, you're, you're just showing you're not grateful for what you do have by taking somebody else's. Does that make sense? Sort of, kind of. So when you were talking, the thing that was just coming to my mind to kind of bring it back to where we were talking about the list, um, you know, if you if you write things down, what you appreciate, and you focus on that, it will help with the possible distraction of seeing other things that you think you want or you think you need or you think you're not getting from your spouse. So having that list will kind of refocus your your thoughts and refocus your attention on what you do have. And sometimes people who are in a position of power, this is what I'm hearing you say, or a position of authority or someone who has access to money or different things they the more they get the more they want yeah so they're never satisfied so you may have a a good wife and a good husband but because of your stature in life it's just not enough it's like you're never satisfied you you you're gluttonous because you want something else somebody else has or you want more you want more Okay, I established this. Now I want this. And so you just have to be careful. And then writing things down is just a good way to kind of center yourself and say, okay, you know, and it goes back to something we talked about last week. I digress for a second, but we talked about first and foremost being grateful to God Mm -hmm. and thankful to God for what you have. And sometimes when you are, it within your own power trying to establish more, it is pretty much telling God, I don't appreciate what you gave me, so I'm going to go out and get more for uh, myself. Yeah. And so, and so you have to be careful because that, you know, the enemy uses little things like that to come between a husband and come between a wife and come between a marriage and what may seem not like a big deal at the beginning, that's 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 his plot and his plan mm-hmm. to make it look, you know, oh, it's just it's not a big deal. It won't, it's not hurting you know, anybody. Right. Right. You just, you know, you feel like you need somebody else to talk to. So you, you're going out to lunch with somebody um, because your spouse is too busy because of their schedule, you know, and that seemed innocent. But that's just an opening for the enemy. So you have to learn to be grateful for what you have in your spouse, who your spouse is, and be thankful to God 
because most people, I'm telling you from when we taught premarital class, we heard it over and over again. (laughs) God told me that this is the one for me. So when trouble hits, you need to remember God told you that that's the person for you. God is not a man that he shall lie. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If he told you that and you truly have a conversation with God and heard from God, just because things are not looking well and things are not going great at that moment, Mm -hmm. that doesn't change the fact that if he told you that's the one for you, that's the one for you. Be grateful even in the troubled seasons. We talked about that. I mean, we've been on that kick in our personal lives for a while, just being um, grateful now. I mean, we we were grateful. Well, I ain't going to say I was grateful then when we were going through what we were going through. But the fact that we went through and persevered and came out on the other side, now that we've been married 35-plus years, it it has more weight. I, I, in my opinion, our marriage has more weight, more substance, mm-hmm. because we've been through things. And we've come to um, a happy medium that Renee's Renee and Doug is Doug. You know, we... You or know. some days we just came to a medium. <laughs> it may not be a happy medium. It's just a medium. We just, just come to medium. the realization. You know, you're, you're you and I'm me. And we, we see things different. We do things different. But because we stuck it through those hard times, and I'm not saying we did anything different than anybody else. It was just by the grace of God. I want to be clear on that. It's just by the grace of God we made it through and all the things we've been through. But now when we go out, now when we, you know, travel, go on vacations, um, just go to restaurants and just enjoy each other's company, it has more, so much more weight, so much more validity and substance to it because we stuck it through. And you said something earlier I wrote down. You said distraction. Having a list will cause you to refocus, you know, because the enemy's trying to distract you. Mm -hmm. And usually you get distracted when you start looking at things that aren't necessarily yours. Or you start looking at things that may not be yours and you're just like, oh, I want this. I'm just paraphrasing what you just said. I want this. I want that. You know, it's kind of along the the 80-20 rule. You know, for those of you out there who, who have never heard that, um, eighty the eighty twenty rule is basically saying your spouse will only give you eighty percent of what you need. That that's it, and so so people start looking at the twenty percent that they're not getting. Yeah, but if you write the eighty percent down, then you have you won't shift your focus to just the twenty percent. If you have going along with our theme, if you have an attitude of gratitude over that eighty percent, that twenty percent is just what it is. Twenty percent. And, you know, if you're looking at it from a money perspective, you know, why would you take, why would you give somebody, why would you take 20 cents over 80 cents on a dollar? If you had a dollar and somebody said, oh, I offered you 20 cents on a dollar and somebody said, somebody else said, I offer you 80 cents on a dollar, you're going to take the 80 cents on the dollar. But we don't look at it that way. We just look at it, oh, I'm not getting what I feel I want or deserve Mm. during this season in my life. So this 20% becomes more because I'm not grateful for this person doing the 80%. And I know I struggled with that 
in our marriage um, early on and even middle middle way. <laughs> We've been married 35 years, so even 15 years, 17 years in, maybe even 20 years in, I struggled with that because I was looking at things, the 20% I, I perceived I wasn't getting. And I, you let that become a distraction. And what that does is that becomes a foothold for the enemy coming into your marriage, into your life. And it's just, uh, what is the fox, the small vines? What, how's that scripture? The small fox spoils the vine. The small fox? Or something along those lines. Yeah, something along those lines where, you know, don't give place to the enemy. I know that's in the Bible. And there's something about um, the small foxes or the vines. My wife's looking it up, so I'm just going to try to hold down <laughs> the fort while she looks up the scripture. But I, I thought it was interesting. And to come back to David, King David, is that he had the whole kingdom at his disposal. He had he could have had his choice of any woman that he wanted, but yet he chose a lady who was married. And so I'm not going to get in a debate in what Bathsheba was doing, not doing, why she was bathing, whatever. That's that's not not the point of this discussion, you know, or this podcast. But the fact is he had he could have done anything prop without using a married woman, without being involved with a married woman. And just like some of you out there listening to me, you have the option, maybe you're single, and you can date almost any single man, any single woman, so why are you choosing to flirt with a married man or a married woman? Mm. You, it's just, it's just, you got to be grateful. You know what I'm saying? And if you're married, you definitely shouldn't be flirting with anybody else out, outside of your, your spouse. So, that's a given, but I'll, I'll say that. So just be grateful. Have an attitude of gratitude. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for your spouse. Um, don't become distracted. And usually distractions be, become, usually you get distracted when you start looking to the left and to the right and not just looking at what you have, what you have and who you have. So also... Okay. Did you want me to read the scripture? Yeah, yeah. if you found it. Yes, please. Um, it's a podcast, dear. So, <laughs> song, I had to scroll, dear. Um, song of Solomon 2, verse 15. Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines. And so, we've heard it interpreted in in different ways. And in the uh, New Living Translation says it like this, catch all the foxes, those little foxes, before they ruin the vineyard of love, for the grapevines are blossoming. So, and I've heard it said this way before, Mm -hmm. that it's just basically sometimes those little issues that can ruin the entire vineyard, if you will, mm-hmm. the, those small foxes. Sometimes we think it's a big thing, but sometimes it's just a little issue that can ruin something great. So being grateful or having an attitude of gratitude, I would say address those little things while they're still little things because you're grateful you have a marriage. And so I'm going to fight for my marriage and 
And not to say you bring up every little thing that happens, you know, nobody wants to have a, a one of those conversations we need to talk every day. No, no, no husband, no wife wants to do that, have that. But you want to address things um, in a, they're not going to go away. So it will just, a little issue becomes a big, a big issue. But because I have an attitude of gratitude for my marriage, because I have an attitude of gratitude for Renee, I want to address things in a, while they're still small in size, in that, in stature, because and I want to address them in a way that Re- Renee will receive what I'm what I'm want to say to her, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa. So can I read it in another yeah, translation? Sure. Uh, the Passion Translation. Ah, of course, passion. everybody always hears me say that's my favorite. Um, you must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship, for they for they raid our budding vineyard of love. To ruin what I've planted with you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. And you got to love Solomon. Solomon was a man of wisdom. And um, the Song of Solomon is basically a love story. And so he's basically saying, you know, we we built this relationship together. We got We got to catch those little troubles that try to creep in and ruin what we've established together. Hmm. And so it's important for, as you're having an attitude of gratitude, remember what you have established and what you are establishing together. Doug and I always say, we're on the same team. You all are on the same team. So write that list of things that you're grateful for. And then you do have to deal with, as Doug said, those troubling things because you can't when we're not ignorant to the fact that you're going to have issues and that you um, can sweep them under the rug under the list of all the things you're grateful for because there are going to be things in your marriage that aren't comfortable mm-hmm. and you're going to have to address it and you're going to have to deal mm-hmm. with it so in song of solomon you talked about and when you read it you said what we built together right mm-hmm and that, I think that's key that for you to become, have that attitude of great gratitude is that you understand that we built this thing together. You know, you and your spouse, your, you built your marriage together. It wasn't just you. It wasn't just her. Now, there may have been moments and times where one person was doing more than the other. And I, I think that's human um, because mm-hmm. somebody wanted to be married at, at a specific time and somebody did it. But, You built this, you built your marriage together. So be grateful that for whether it's a year, three years, five, seven, whatever, however long it's been, just be grateful that, hey, we we put some time in, we put some effort in. And then, you know, before you know it, it'll be 15 years. Before you know it, it'll be 20, 25 years and things of that nature. But you have to remember that you built your marriage together. And just understand that and be grateful, have that attitude of gratitude that, hey, we're doing this together. A lot of people started, and this is something I pray, you know, when when we're praying together is that when we got married in 87, a lot of people got married in 87. But in 2022, not, not a whole lot of people 
who started out with us in 87 are still together with the same person. So, and again, I'm just, I'm not knocking anybody who, who got a divorce or separated, anything like that. That's not my intent. What I want to just say is that I'm just expressing my attitude of gratitude that we started out in 87 and here it is 2022 and we're still going strong. We stuck it out, sticking it out. Sticking it out. And so I just wanted to be, I just wanted to share with you what I believe God gave us. And again, just to recap, for those who are in a position of power, authority, you have access to resources. Don't be gluttonous. Don't be distracted. Don't look and take things that aren't necessarily yours. People, they're not yours. She's not your wife. He's not your husband. Selah. Yes. I can't say it any plainer than that. And I will close out on this note. (laughs) (laughs) Continue adding to that list the things that you're grateful for and just remind God that you heard him, you remember his promise to you, and be grateful to God for your spouse and focus on those things that you are grateful for. Shift your attention this week to focus on gratitude. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.